We have two interesting texts this morning. I was, this afternoon, I was tempted with the text in the healing. Because Father Richard Woods, a Roman Catholic Dominican, has a wonderful series of audio teachings about the Dominican tradition. And in it, he talks about good Dominicans, bad Dominicans, and good, bad Dominicans. <laughs> and this text would really be a great grounding for the idea of being a good, bad Dominican, because Jesus gets in trouble with the religious authorities for showing mercy on the Sabbath. And all throughout church history, in both of our traditions, we see people of righteous faith getting in trouble for doing God's will. Perhaps we should all seek to be accounted as good, bad Dominicans, or at least good, bad Christians. But the text from Hebrews is very puzzling. It has this mysterious figure of the president. We have to go back to the Old Testament and Abraham's battling and his victory, and he hands over 10% as a form of tribute to this mysterious king and priest. And this text is often cited in stewardship sermons, right? The giving of 10%, and I won't be doing that. I know that disappoints you. <laughs> but one curious thing in the passage is, you are a priest forever. And this has been picked up by the Christian tradition in understanding who Jesus is, and Jesus' unique priesthood later on in Hebrews. The following verse talks about how Jesus' priesthood is different than Moses' brother Aaron's priesthood, the Jewish Hebrew priesthood. And sometimes we think about those of us who are in holy orders or ordained, you are a priest forever. Something is done in ordination that is implanted upon you, and it is forever. You may retire, you may slow down, but it is forever. And more broadly, in this, as we begin to celebrate the 500th year of the Reformation, and by the way, when I encounter Lutherans, I always tell them that they can thank the Dominicans for the Reformation. <laughs> because it was John Tetzel, the Dominican, who preached the indulgences to the point that got Luther so taken off he began the Reformation. And Cardinal Cajetan, who was also one of Lutheran's, uh, Luther's opponents, was a Thomistic Dominican scholar. So I always tell Lutheran, thank you very much. <laughs> but as Christians, when we are baptized, when the waters of baptism, whether we remember it or not, flow upon us, the Spirit comes, and we are God's son or God's daughter forever. In the season of Epiphany, we were reminded of that just a little while ago on the Feast of the Baptism of our Lord. You are God's son, you are God's daughter forever. And in a world in which identities are constantly being changed and challenged and things are constantly being taken from us and given us, it is good to have a foundation. Because spirituality is fundamentally about who we are always first, whose we are, and then only then what we do. I know in our own community we have some brothers who have been gone through illnesses and have not been able to do very much anymore. And of course we all know folks who struggle with that. Perhaps we ourselves have struggled with the changes and seasons of life and what we are able to do. And we're always valued so much by what we can do. And in many countries, English-speaking countries, one 
can do less, you are valued less. But we are reminded, as these brothers of mine remind me, that I am still a Christian, I am still a Dominican. That cannot be taken from me, that is a gift, a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So you might lose your ability to run across the street, but you are still a child of God. You might not be able to juggle as many tasks as you used to do, but you are still a child of God. You are Christ's own forever. And perhaps that was something that the person Jesus healed in today's reading also needed to be reminded of. Forever. His. Forever. God's. It is easy for us in the church to talk this way. Oh yes, we are God's children. We are valued by God. But as soon as we leave this space, the world immediately holds up a scorecard. What are you doing? How do you look? What is your diet? What does your spouse look like? What is your job? How much money do you make? And on and on and on. The world's scorecard does not allow us to say, I am Christ's own. It says, well, yeah, that's nice, whatever. Let's get to reality. So we must always carry Christ's scorecard with us in our hearts. Say, I am yours. I am yours. This uh, New Zealand, of course, has become a bit of a mecca for the Lord of the Rings, right? And of course, the boy, I read the trilogy several times, well before the movies. But it reminds me of this idea of being Christ's own, of a poem that's in the actual books by Tolkien. The road goes everywhere around, down from the door where it began. And I must follow those very feet, pursuing it if I can. Going across the valleys until it reaches some larger way. When it passes an errand's beat. And whether that, I cannot say. We cannot say what will happen to us when we leave this space. But what we can say by faith is that you are Christ's own 